Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. This is ARB. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! Starting with the Thomas Voice Reloaded on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then the Thomas Voice presents by booking only Tuesdays. It's the Grub at 1 p.m. Followed by Victory Over the Waste of Life with Sister Deanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk. With Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30. Followed by Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Friday, Music of the Spirit with Trey Milner at 4.30 p.m. And Saturdays is our double hitter. And it starts with Saturdays for Bet with Sister Lorraine Brown with Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Central. Followed by Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. Also download Live 365 and search the Thomas Voice Radio Network and you're in there. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio or visit our website www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsportsheadgear.com and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. This is God's Journey Child, Fed Old Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! You're listening to Real Talk with Pastor Sago right now on TPV Radio. Folks got bitch, now watch me get blessed. Had to switch it up, switch it up, everybody ain't loyal. 
know. But my day ones with me being down since the soil. All these hard times ain't finna stop. If my God be with me, then we pop On the real, really losing ain't no option. I got the word in my heart, so be cautious. I swear these fair seeds really make me nauseous. Got my mind, ain't no time for no nonsense. Nah, straight like that, set it on wax. Only spitting facts, you can play it back. You can hear the truth when I'm in the booth. Brother, you're covering your nephew of Real Talk, Pastor Byron Sego. Gentlemen, dudes, and do that. Hey, look, we are here with Real Talk. This is uh, November 12th, and you are riding with us on today with Real Talk here on the TPB Radio Network. And, hey, I want to shout out to you if you're on with us right now, if you're riding with us just for a little bit, hey, welcome on. And we hope that you that you decide to, to stay with us throughout the whole show you know, so so thank you for uh, for being with us. And hey, I want to give some real quick shout outs before we get into our show. Hey, I want to shout out the TPV Radio Network uh, and the TPV Radio Network family for uh, all that they do, and everybody who is on this uh, this 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 great network. Hey, we salute you. Uh, and I want to shout out my wife, Lady Latanya Sego. Hey, uh, thank you for being beside me, standing beside me throughout. Uh, this journey throughout everything we're doing and I want to thank my kids I appreciate everybody Uh, blessings on the block community outreach uh, light of hope fellowship ministries hey I want to shout out everybody I really 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 uh, appreciate you for all your love uh, and all you do and you already know here on uh, TBV radio network real talk we don't talk politics we're not going to talk about politics. The only thing I will tell you to do is I will encourage you to go and vote because that is your right. But what I am going to say on tonight, and I missed uh, before, is that I want to shout out our president-elect, uh, 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 Joe Biden, and our uh, president, or our vice president-elect, uh, Ms. Kamala Harris, for their win and our new leadership. And what I say is we, 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 we pray for them. We need to pray for their strength. We need to pray for their guidance. And we also need to pray for our current president because as of right now, he is still our president, and we still have to keep him in prayer and him and his family uh, in prayer. And so real quick announcement before we get started because I have my man, uh, Minister Siron Williams, back on with us this evening. Uh, look, our, our conversation just, just which was too good. So I have to bring her back on again so we can finish this conversation on we're talking about uh, our community and, uh, and and things like that. So, hey, before we get in, I got a couple of announcements real quick. Is uh, On this Saturday, starting at 7 p.m. Central Time, we got Consequences and Repercussions, which is our youth summit. And we have some dynamic, powerful speakers that's going to be talking to our youth, um, ages 12 to 18, young adults. Parents, you're welcome to join as well. So check us out uh, live here on TPV Radio Network. We have Consequences and Repercussions, which is the Youth Summit, ages 12 to 18, young adults and parents, you are more than welcome to join. We have some dynamic speakers. And uh, real quick, go on Amazon. Listen to me. I got two things I want you to do. Go on Amazon. I need you to go on Amazon, and I need you to get your copy of Thinking Out the Pen by uh, authors, co-authors, Daytron Gillen and Carlos Thomas. I need you to go on Amazon and get that book, Thinking Out the Pen by Daytron Gillen. Listen to me. Daytron Gillen and Carlos Thomas. Go on Amazon. I also need you to go on Amazon and get a book by uh, my sister Jennifer Jackson. It's called You Can't Afford to Go Back. It's time to cross over. Both of those books are on Amazon. So go buy them. You're going to dig them. You're going to like them. I'm telling you right now, great books, great books. So, yo, let's get into it. 
back again with a second round. I got my man. I got the man with the plan. I got Minister Siron Williams that's riding with me again. Siron, what's up, my brother? Blessings to you now. How you doing? How you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I am good, my brother. What's shaking your way on tonight, man? Oh, just ready to go. Yes, good, sir. Man. Yes, good sir. Yeah. How is that weather there and and down there in Michigan, man? And so, hey, I know you you really want to come and visit, and you enjoy <laughs> the fresh and air, and it is like forty seven degrees outside, and uh, you'll have a good time. No, not no, really cold. You know, good. I'm, I'm, I'm good right here in Texas, man. So we, 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 we straight right here for a little bit, man, before it starts getting cold. <laughs> so, so, so look, man. Look, you know, our conversation was so good last week that uh, we had to come back for a second round, man. And I know we talked a couple of days ago, and uh, we, we, we gonna talk about some things that that you discussed with me, that you, that you read with me um, in this book. Uh, that you uh, that you read, uh, and we ain't gonna call no names of the names of the of the of, of the pastors and the churches that you that we talked about. But we gonna we gonna talk about these uh, statistics. Now, last week we were talking about we were talking about uh, uh, the, the the community, and we were talking about how a lot of times we see that uh, that that the that the church, uh, not all, but that there that a lot of churches are failing uh, the communities because. The churches haven't stepped up and began to do uh, what they should be doing in accordance with what God and what Jesus has told us uh, to do. Now, talk about those stats that you that that that, that you uh, that you gave me uh, a couple of days ago. Read those for me. Then we're gonna we're gonna talk about how uh, some of these things can be fixed. Okay. So you want the uh, the statistics, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, this is don't call no names, don't, is, don't, don't, don't call no names on, on, on these statistics. And ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to this, look, Mr. Siron Williams brought these statistics to my attention, and uh, there were statistics that I didn't know that are very, very good, they're very, very good statistics that we need to know, that we need to know, and we got to understand that. That 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 we 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 we're slacking somewhere um, as people of God. We we are we we are we are slacking somewhere when it comes to community when it comes to people of God. But but Minister Siron, you 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 got those stats ready for me, bro? Yes, I do. My mom just came in the door. Hold on one moment. All right. All right, all right. And hey and hey, ladies and gentlemen, hey, he's 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 greeting his mother, which is which is cool, which is I got that he that that's good. He need he need to greet his mom. But hey, listen to me, y'all. If y'all right. are on right now, you have some questions and comments. Type type them in, and uh, we'll read them over the show. If you have a question to Minister Siron, you have a question to me, you have a comment, type it in, and we'll definitely read it over the air. We'll definitely read it over the air because your questions, your comments mean a lot, and they're important as well. But Siron, go ahead, man. Get it. Get us these right. stats real quick. All right. All right. Now, a lot of folks say that uh, black churches no money and, and they're struggling. Well, I know for a fact that there is a, a church right now raised $24 million a year. They're called a paradigm church of non-profit efficiency. And then say, okay, wow. So so what does that mean? says, uh, <laughs> did you know that despite the lower levels of household income and membership, African-American churches raise more money for ministry each year than the typical Caucasian church? That's, that, that's, that's, that's absolutely baffling. Some of these churches got a couple. We got one with 24000 we got another with twenty five thousand. We got another one with twenty thousand. We got one group that's a million people strong, and then another denomination that's working on eight million. So that's almost ten million 
people and, and black churches, mega churches, and this is all together that could affect the community. Now, here are some of the things that you and I were were, were looking at, and this is how the, how it's looked at pretty much nationally. It says, is the notion of drawing compelling wisdom from their activity even on your radar? It's talking about the black church. Some ministry leaders to whom we have mentioned this book, most of them white males, have given me a quizzical glance as if the real questions were why anyone would bother to examine the black population and its faith for clues that might strengthen Christ's church across America. Hmm. That's an interesting thought, huh? That, that, that's, that's an interesting concept. And I tell you what, you brought up something else that I, that I, that I want to ask you now. A lot of people will, will say that, well, it doesn't matter and, 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 it, and it doesn't exist. But I want to pose this question to you. Is there a such thing of being... Uh, 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 black and saved And when I say that uh, When I say black and saved Do you feel that there is And, and I, I don't know if there's statistics out there I don't have the, 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 the numbers But If there is a, 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 a Do you think that may, there may be Or could be an issue With being black and saved In America Especially if you are around A predominantly uh, 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 Caucasian um, uh, Body of Christ Would that be an issue? Do you feel Um, that Oh yeah Okay Well well, well, one they're going to feel like they got something they need to teach you That you're not quite capable of learning But then It's also like that It's also like that amongst our own people Where you may be sent there by God to bring the truth to them, but the only truth that exists within that building is the one they give you. Right. And that creates an issue. Like one of the things I was looking at here, and these are real questions. It says, are you aware that black adults are more likely to be born-again Christians than white adults? And do you know that when tested, 22 common goals that people pursue the top-rated goal among black adults is to have a close relationship with God, while that same goal is ranked fifth by whites. Wow. Now, these are real statistics that I'm getting out of a book called High Impact African American Churches, Leadership Concepts from Some of Today's Most Efficient Churches by George Barna and Harry Jackson, Jr. And there are many more statistics that are in there. But those statistics still don't speak to our inability to love and guide our communities. That that don't mean become the overseers and start giving people orders, but if our own homes, this is something I was speaking about earlier, if we're not teaching decency and respect for the Lord within our own homes, how do we expect our children to get it at church, and how do we expect the people of the world to receive it? Right, right. Well, look, here, 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 here's here's the fact that that I found, and I've been I've been I've been discussing this uh, in, in in Bible studies and in, in my uh, my weekly Bible studies. We just finished up. Uh, we were talking about what well, we've been talking about the spiritual disciplines, and and we just finished up the uh, the the discipline of uh, submission. Now, when people hear the word submission, they they automatically either one or two things. Either they're going to turn around or they're going to turn their face up and they're going to get angry when they hear the word submission because – um, nobody, nobody wants to wants to wants to uh, wants to have the fact that they need to uh, submit. Nobody wants to 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 think that I have to submit because when they when they when they submit, they have this feeling that 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 they are no longer themselves when they hear the word uh, submit. But if but that's not the fact. Submission is a key. To even being able to say that you follow God, be, be, being a, being able to submit yourself 
is 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 important to 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 be able to even to say that you are a follower of Christ. You have to submit yourself because the Bible tells us that we have to submit to God. So we've been talking about submit. We've been talking about this 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 submission thing. And one of the things I found out is that the communities. Well, let me say this. The church has begun to uh, use submission for their gain, if that makes sense. So people have uh, the church has been been able to use submission as as a power tool, and when you use it as a power tool, now you're running people away because people want to want to want to take something that's meant for good and they want to use it for negative. So when you say that, that that you have to submit to authority, you have to submit to the pastor. So so the pastor wants to, the the pastor he or she, yes, he or she wants to take that and they 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 turn it into something that that, that they use for their gain instead of teaching people that submission is a good thing. Submission, being able to submit is a great thing because we know one of the people who submitted everything that they had was Christ. So do you think if people gain a better understanding of submission and submitting to our communities is one of the things that we need to do, do you think if people had a better understanding of what submission is, that the communities will be more of a of of, of an importance to them? Yep, absolutely. Let's consider the thing. Um, pastors, once they reach a certain level. They no longer feel as if they should be submitted to anybody but God in his will. Well, when you have a congregation, you should be submissive to their needs, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. The only needs you cannot meet are the physical ones unless you're exercising with them, you know, as a congregation, getting fit. But outside of that, the pastor's job is to submit his own trials and tribulations for the needs of his congregation. And if that's not something you can do, then one, you can't be a pastor. I mean, I really can't tell you that you can't. Let me change that. You shouldn't because it will create difficulties. One of the things Christ said is if you choose to be his disciple, that you got to deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him. Or you ain't worthy right. to. And that holds true still today. If if a pastor is, is eating good, but he's got a congregation member that's starving, there's something fundamentally wrong with that picture. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And and I heard I was listening to something yesterday, uh, well, a couple of days ago, where this um, this this pastor. Uh, who uh, uh, well he's a yeah he's 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 a pastor with the label of uh, of how a bishop where he said that um, that he did the math right and he said that he couldn't feed everybody I got that you can't you, you can't feed everybody you can't help the the entire community I got that so um, his his scapegoat was that. He did the math in that the government is not doing enough. So if the, the the government should be doing forty while the church is doing ten. Now, here's what I will say. One of those this person that said that was one of those people that were on that list of, of statistics that you had, those numbers that you had that had that uh twenty four thousand and and brought in um uh, over twenty-four thousand uh, dollars every uh, Sunday if everyone gave uh, gave a seed or everyone gave gave an offering. So that particular person said that the government is not is, is not doing enough. So you can't expect the church to do what the government should be doing. When did it become so, the government's job to do that? Well, I, well, I, I and I, I don't know. So what's your thought on that? Well, I grew up in a different understanding. The church I went to, if your family was hungry, because you lost your job or were struggling, everybody who had gave to you. 
until you had what it took to take care of yourself. And it wasn't just a handout. It was a hand up because you had to work for it. You had to be right. But the church took care of the each other. The church takes care of the pastor. The pastor takes care of the church. If you've got a, a member in your church who's a mechanic, and you got another member in your church whose car is broke down, why not have the mechanic be paid to fix her car, or why don't the mechanic donate his time to do the work on the vehicle and money be raised to help there? Those are things that the church can do, but not if the pastor wants a Rolex, a Mercedes. People say, oh, it's their right to have those things. There's not a fundamental leg to stand on biblically that supports the pastor should have a better life than his congregants. Right, right. Right now, and 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 the Bible does talk about living, uh, living lavishly, uh, um, uh, li- living lavishly. The Bible never said don't have nice things, but there, the, the Bible does speak about uh, about li- living, living lavishly. Um, you got uh, uh, and and I ain't bashing nobody who who got six or seven bedrooms in their house. I ain't bashing that, but. You got six or seven bedrooms, or you got you got nine nine to twelve bathrooms, and ain't but two of y'all up in the house. So you know the the, the Bible does God talks about living uh, lavishly. You know we shouldn't live uh, live, live 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 lavishly. We should live um, lives that are that are uh, um, that, that are in line with with with, with what we're doing. Kind of like exactly what you said. You know if you if you if you have a church in a a uh, a a lower income neighborhood, okay. And it just is just me. If you have a house in a lower income neighborhood, all right, you should be able to look in that neighborhood and say, what can I do in this neighborhood to 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 bring this neighborhood back up? And not around the flossing in your in in in, in your Maserati, in your in in your Gators, and all this type of stuff. You should be able. Your focus should be. You should be able to take your focus off what you want. And put your focus in that neighborhood. You should be able to pour out of what you have and put your focus in that neighborhood and help that neighborhood and focus on that area that you're in. And see, and that's the problem. That's the, that, that's the problem, Minister Sauron. The 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 uh, we we have so many people that's out there that's making a mockery of the word of God. That we can't get nobody in because you have those people making a mockery. Prime example, prime example, and I'm not gonna get too deep in this. Prime example, and I know you you know where I'm going with this. There was a a pastor who was a spiritual advisor of a person um, that uh, that just recently lost a uh, a, a a great big uh, political um, type of uh, position. Um, so uh, this spiritual advisor or, uh, of this individual uh, was on um, social media, and it's going all around social media, where this person was uh, speaking in, 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 in tongues and, well, what, what appears to be that, um, uh, calling on angels from different parts of the world and things like that. So when people see that, that's a mockery. Because because you're doing something just to be doing it to make people sound good, and when people who look at it know better and look at it, you're like, wow, this is this is this is crazy. So what about how how do we how do we stir those people back on course when they see that 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 a mockery is being made uh, of the gospel of Christ? Because it is. A mockery is being made of the gospel of Christ. So when people see that, how do we steer them people back to try to bring those people back and say, hey, what you heard was wrong, but here's the right about it? Well, one of the first things I would say is uh, that we have to let – me, let, me, let me say this right. The money – 
belongs to Caesar. Christ showed that. You know, render unto Caesar was Caesar. Render unto God was God. And so if you're working for the money and not the spirit, then you're receiving exactly what you're going to get. And that's the ways of the world. And the world recognizes its own. Jesus Christ said that. <laughs> the world recognizes its own. The world loves its own. Not that they won't love. That kind of love will kill you. But it loves its own according to Christ. And people are watching what we do, what we say. And those of us with the truth, we have to speak louder yet more eloquently than the, than those who are speaking the lies. Because um, and when I say eloquently, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to sound like a Bible scholar. I'm just saying you have to be led by the Spirit because there's nothing more elegant in speaking than when the Spirit is leading you. Trust me when I tell you. But it's like we people look around and they call hypocrites. Well, they can only call us a hypocrite if they can hear the lies more than the truth. They can only call us hypocrites if they see the lie more than the truth. We should be out there blessing people, loving on them. You got an extra $5? Ain't nothing like going to Little Caesars, buying a $5 pizza, and showing up at your local auto store and thanking them for being there. But folks, Christ ain't doing that. They should. They can. And I'm not saying there ain't no outreach, brother. Of course there's outreach. So don't get me. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, everybody. Um, I'm not going to say anybody's name, Pastor Sago. But this guy, well, it's going to be easy for people to figure out either way it goes. One of the biggest things that's hypocritical and causes people to fall away from the churches, live your best life now. Well, we all know this life is a broken one, full of sin. You can never live it the best. So you set up for failure right there. And if this is your blessed life now, you'll miss out on your blessed life later because you'll be with the devil and who he is. So... I say live your blessed, blessed life now so you can live your best life later. Because if you try to live your best life now, you'll miss your blessed life later. Right. Real talk. Right. Right. That's real talk. That's real talk. But you know what? Here's my thought about it. And, and, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, when y'all hear me say this, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to hear this message on the Friday coming soon. It's, com- it's coming to your ears soon. The problem is, is we have too many cross-dressing Christians. Come on. Look, look, here, here's, here, here's yeah. what I'm saying. We got, we, we, we got too many cross-dressing Christians. What I mean by, by, by cross-dressing what? Christians, what's happening is, is that, is, is, is that they, 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 they dress in this way on Sunday. They dress in this way when they're inside the four walls. They dress in this way uh, when, when they're inside the building of the church. And then when they walk out of the building of the church, they're crossing over. They're dressing in something else. So we got all these uh, 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 cross-dressing Christians, and then we forget, kind of like what you said, that people are watching, especially when it comes from your mouth that you follow Christ, especially when you say that, that, that I am a follower of Christ. You best believe that the eyes of the people are on you, people that you didn't even know watching you are watching you, and the first time you cross over, you cross over into something else, or you decide that you want to be a chameleon Christian, then that's when they got you. That's when we're making a mockery of of, 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 of of the gospel of Christ, because now people are watching you and people looking at you, and the first time that something come out of your mouth, because you think that, 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 that what you said needs to be said, now people got you because because you want to go uh, uh, you, you you want to go 100. But now listen to me. Sometimes and you you y'all, you you you're gonna hear this message next Friday. Sometimes we gotta learn how to hold our 100 because every time because I'm gonna tell you right now the the best person the best person that that that, that well, we can't talk to him no more. The best person that had a problem with holding this 100 was Moses. Why? Because when, when God told Moses to speak to the rock, God, uh, uh, Moses was so frustrated with them folk. Moses didn't hold his 100. He struck the rock, not once, but twice. He struck the rock. He was frustrated with the people. 
He was disobedient to God, and the only thing that he was able to do, because he didn't hold his 100, is God said, come here, Moses, you know what? You ain't going to set foot into the promised land. But you know what, though? I'm going to let you see it. Why? Because you didn't trust me. Because you didn't hold your 100. You didn't hold your your 100. (laughs) We have to understand what, what, listen to me. What we got to understand is we got to understand we got to start to learn how to hold our 100 because if we don't hold our 100, our, one, our going 100 is going to put us in positions God never meant for us to be in, and it's going to take our blessings, the ones that God wants to give us, because we decided that we, that, that we didn't want to hold our 100 because somebody frustrated us, somebody made us angry, somebody said this or somebody said that because we, we, we didn't want to hold our 100. And the person that we didn't hold that, that that we didn't hold our one hundred on is gone ahead by their business. What happened? See, 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 Moses and Aaron had to be had, had to be disciplined, and they were just showed the promised land, right? Yeah. But those people that that were doing all the murmuring and complaining, right, to to Moses and Aaron, they got their water and they and, and and they bounced. They got their water and they 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 went on by their business. But God said, No, come here. I'm just gonna show you. What you could have had if you would have held your one hundred. Come on, look, look, don't, 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 don't get me started. Don't hey, he do that right now, Pastor Sago. And, and, and yeah, as you said, as you said it in the past, they're gonna be, they gonna, they gonna not hold their one hundred, and they're gonna have to move from that blue line to that red line. Yeah, absolutely, you gonna, you, you gonna, you gonna move from the blue line to the red line. Because I'm telling you, we got to learn how to hold. Come on. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all listen, I'm going to need y'all next week, not next week, on the 20th, y'all got to join because y'all going to hear hold, hold, hold you 100. We got to hold our 100. But you know what? Let me, let me, let's, let's get back to what, to, to, to the, to the, to, to the community, right? So, 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 well, I, okay, and I, and I think you had this book, and I think with some more information you was going to read to the readers. Uh, you, you're going to talk to the readers about uh, uh, from 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 this book. So, so when we when we have those 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 people that has made a mockery of of of, of the word of God, right? And you got those people that that have turned away, all right? That said, look, I don't want to have nothing to do with it because I know I was one of them at one time. What's your mm-hmm. thoughts? How do we bring them back in? How do we say, hey, you know what? What you heard uh, wasn't the right thing. How do we bring them back in? And and, and I'm I'm not going to say coax them back in because we don't want to coax anybody because everybody has to have their choice to do what they need to do. How do we bring them back in? Consistency of truth and togetherness. One of the hardest places and some of the hardest people in the world to hold on to long and meaningful relationships are the church folks. There are so many people that done told me over the years they love me and call me brother, and they don't even answer my phone calls no more. But then you also hear them say they love Pepsi. They love fudge brownies. They love ice cream. And they love like that shows. You'll never hear me utter the words, I love something inanimate or edible or activity-wise. Other than praising the Lord Loving my wife I love loving those things But outside of that I won't say I love a book And one Conversation If you use the same words That the world use You act the same way That the world acts Then the world Continues to remain appealing And you can't bring them Around And you might end up Falling and following them People have got to become the truth, not just talk about it. And those statistics we were talking about, it says, would you be surprised to discover that black adults are nearly twice as likely as white adults to read the Bible during a typical week other than when they are at church? Or that black adults, over 50% more likely than white adults, who strongly affirm that the Bible is totally accurate and everything it teaches. And so if we're out there that much telling people that the Bible is accurate and everything it teaches, and then you cross-dress. You had on some modest clothes on Sunday, possibly, 
and then all throughout the week you're wearing yoga style pants where every nuance of your shape is being shown. Well, the Bible says for women to be modest and dressed in good taste. Or you're going to church like that and saying, well, God, don't worry about how I look. Yeah, well, that brother with a weak spirit of lust care about how you look, and he stands at the back of the church where all the women with dressing like that can be in front of him so he can pay attention to your shape and not the shape of his spirit. Hmm. Those things got to be yeah. addressed and fixed. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and one thing you said, and you said that um, – uh, the, when you talk about the uh, the, the the numbers, when the, you, you said now what, what what was the numbers again about about reading the Bible as far as the as far as the black and the white? What, what was the number you said? It just it says, would you be surprised to discover that black adults are nearly twice as likely as white adults to read the Bible during a typical week, other than oh, when they it. are at church, right. or so do you that fifty percent. Fifty percent black adults are more likely than whites to strongly affirm that the Bible is totally accurate in everything it teaches. Those two go right together. Do you think that's ingrained in us from 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 deeper than that? Because you think about it when we were when we were um, over four hundred years ago, when 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 our our great great ancestors were, were pulled away from uh, their homeland and brought here. You know, they were they were forced to, to to begin to 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 read the Bible. They were they they were forced to begin to 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 read uh, read about uh, uh, God and, and and Christ. So, do you think, in the sense that that it was it's almost it's almost like ingrained in us? Well, I mean, here's an interesting thing. Around American slavery time, Ethiopians had already strongly affirmed that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, and they had missionaries going across Africa spreading the, the, the words of Christ as well. Not the picture that people see. That image that people say is Jesus Christ is an image. Okay? They, they don't follow that image. That wasn't who they were looking at. That image was adopted as the, the look. Kind of like the Pepsi can. You know a Pepsi when you see it because that's what they branded it. And that's what they now that's what's been engraved in. When you see that picture, that that's who Jesus Christ is. Well, I don't believe so. I very seldom say I don't think, I feel, I believe. I don't believe so based on geography, based on parentage, and based on spiritual truth. That's the only reason I say that. But blacks, they read the Bible, but the Bible's parts that they're reading skip around what they should be reading. Now, this is life-changing for many people, and there will be people who will argue with me on this, but there are so many people who have never fully studied the Gospels of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They would tell you everything that's in Ephesians, in Colossians, in Corinthians, in Romans, in Hebrews, Thessalonians. They can very seldom tell you what Jesus Christ said short of a few short verses. And Mm -hmm. that's got to change. Christ draws in men. Yeah. Right. Right. Because I mean, because 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 absolutely, because because that's the foundation right there. Christ is Christ is the foundation, and as like you and I talked about, I mean, once you what you once you get that foundation, that can that that foundation cannot be moved. Once you get that foundation, and the foundation is Christ, and everything from Genesis all the way through, even the Revelations, points to Christ. Everything. Points to Christ. I mean, the the the. I mean, I mean, Christ. Christ was there, you know, in in the beginning, you know. So 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 I think in in in. I'm gonna say I think on this now because we're talking about all these cross dressing Christians, right? And the, those ones that 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 cause a mockery of of God's word and cause people to to run astray. I truly believe that when that happens. There are difficulties that come about trying to bring those people back in. And kind of like what you said, we have to go ahead, we have to try to ingrain more truth in them. We have to continue to love them, and we have to continue to show them 
uh, uh, what right looks like. Because I will tell you, because being be, being being hurt in church is one of the deepest hurts that a person can ever experience. I agree. And once and and, and once that happens. It's difficult sometimes to bring people back in. It's difficult to kind of to kind of reel them back in. But like exactly what you said, through truth and 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 not being a cross-dressing Christian and not letting people see you go 100 when you really want to go 100. Not letting people see you go 100 because if 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 if, if people see you go 100, then they're gonna say, well. He's supposed to be he or she is supposed to be a Christian, and they just they just went slap off on that person. So what makes what, what makes any difference from from what I'm doing? Uh, they 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 in the church backstabbing. I can get backstabbed outside in the world. So why am I gonna go to church and get backstabbed? Man, man, brother, you said a mouthful there. I, I tell you what, you right. When it comes to hurts that come. To people, there's nothing like having somebody who say they love the Lord and have told you they love you turn their back on you, walk away from you. And without question, it's a hurtful thing. There are some people who have good reasons why. And sometimes it's got to happen for growth. But reconciliation, God also takes delight in that. How do I know? Because he sent his sons so that we could be reconciled to him. And there's nothing more beautiful when it comes to relationships outside of marriage, then reconcile children of God coming together to glorify our Father. You know how good it was for Ishmael and Isaac to come together to honor Abraham. Nobody would have thought it possible, but they did. And an example was given to us. Our relationships are important. And, and here's a lot of things that I've heard a lot of Folks say about Christians, and I use that term lightly. They, they, they say, "Why, you know, um, why, why do I, I carry thing about um, your God, and you telling me what His word saying? You keep His word, but you ain't never kept your word to me. So if you can't keep your word to me, how are you going to keep God's word? How you gonna do it if you can't love me?" Then and you say you love God and God loves you and taught you how to love and all of a sudden that love is 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 gone. That's hurtful. But you also got to begin to love first without any compromise. You can't water down the truth and then later on say ah just kidding. I said that because I wanted you to become a Christian and because I love you. That's like lying to your kids telling them Santa Claus was coming. Right. Right. That's good. That's good. And and, and and one thing one thing that that's real important because the Bible tells us this as well. If you t- look, we tell people we love them, right? All right. And 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 and, and Bible the Bible tells us that that if if you say you love God who you have not seen, but you can't love your brother and sister who you have seen or who's right in front of you. Then you're a liar. Yes. Now, there's some manipulation of that too, brother. There's some yeah. manipulation of that. Um, the the alphabet community. They oh, if you love me, if, if you love God and God loves everybody, which is you know debatable, especially when you got the truth. Um, then you've got to accept who I am. You can't tell me what I can't do because you you know that's not love. Well, that's the world today. Today, the world says that we tell the person that their sins are what they are. They, oh, you judging me. What kind of love is that? Um, the kind of love that God says we're supposed to give. But because the word has been compromised, truth has been compromised, love has been compromised. And you cannot win people back to the church or the community when your love is improperly administered. Right. That's good. That's good. And, and and absolutely. And and what's happening a lot of it is, is being is being so taken out of context. Kinda of like exactly what you said. You say if you tell them like, hey, what you're doing is wrong, uh or, or, or what you're or what the the life you're living is is, 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 is a wrong life. 
is like you said, now now people come, well, uh, the, the, that's not the love of God to, to tell somebody that and, and you don't love me and you're judging me. No, I'm not saying that I'm judging you. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you what this word, what the, what, what, what the infallible written word of God says, that what you're doing, how you're living is not acceptable. So that's not judging you. That's just telling you truth. Right. And and and, 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 and I still and I still love you because if I didn't love you, then I wouldn't be telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see? And, yeah. and 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 go go ahead, bro. I know you got something to say. Go ahead. Oh, brother, and my that's I'm taking something from you now. And that's where uh keeping it one one hundred should come in moderation. When you get a truth, you can't always get a truth in one hundred. Sometimes you gotta give it a twenty percent. Not twenty percent of the truth, but twenty percent of the attitude and how you give it. You know what I'm saying? What the, your your one hundred voice? How you how you explain it? No compromise, but in truth. Sometimes people need to hear the truth, but gently. Sometimes people need to hear the truth yet firmly. And so knowing how to keep your one hundred in moderation is going to be crucial to winning as well. Right. Right. And then, and then, and then, let, let, let's be real, real talk. Sometimes, sometimes, people who do need the truth may not need to hear the truth from you, because you may not, you, you may not need to be the one that need to give them the truth. It may need to be somebody else. Amen. You may not necessarily should you not may not necessarily need to be the one that need to give them that truth. You maybe just need to be there listening in the ear and say, hey. Amen. Well, you know what? I'll be praying for you. But somebody else might need to be the one to give them the truth. Because what happens is, listen to me, just like you said, if we don't see, we, if, if, if we give them the truth and we don't hold our 100, now we just hurt that person. And that person that should have told them can't tell them nothing because now their ears are closed and they, they, they don't want to hear nothing. Nobody got to say at all whatsoever. They turn their back, and that's it. They're gone. And see, one of the things that I see and I've grown up on is that, just like you said, Mr. Siron, is that, is, is that church folk don't know how to hold a 100, especially when they're trying to give somebody truth. Because they think that if I tell you truth, that I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell you straight up, and that's being 100. I'm gonna give you 100. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you 100, and I want you to take this as being 100. And then you hurt that person, and you never realize that maybe I should have given it to him uh, in, a, in in a different way. Maybe I should have talked to him in a different way. Maybe I should even gave it to him in pieces. Think about it. You know. A little baby, you can't give a you you can't give a, a baby a whole chicken leg. Well, you can, but depending on where you're from. But I'm what what I'm saying is is that in in, in reality, you, you you can't give a baby a whole piece of chicken. What you gonna do? You gonna give that baby pieces of chicken? Because if you give that baby a whole piece of chicken, that baby's probably gonna choke. Because they're sensitive, they're 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 they're, they're everything about them is more is more sensitive. But you think about uh, a person who's been hurt already. Now they're sensitive. Their 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 hearts are sensitive. So you gotta be you gotta be careful with how you uh, either correct them or even how you come at them. And you cannot be a cross-dressing Christian, especially when you come to somebody that's hurt, because you don't know if they've been hurt or not. I'll give, I'll give you a good example. It was a guy um, back when we were stationed in Missouri, right? So guy had a guy, guy had an earring in his ear, right? So one person who, uh, who thought that they, 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 they had uh, authority went up to this young man and told this man, look, you got you got an earring in your ear. If you got an earring in your ear, uh, or, or when when you come to when you come to church, when you step in this building, you got to take that earring out your ear. Well, who said you got to take the earring out your ear? The pastor didn't tell didn't, didn't tell that young man that he needed to take his earring out of his ear. So what gives you the right to say to tell this person that he needs to take his earring out of his ear? Because if, because anybody with an earring in the ear 
is not a man. So what happens? This hurt this young man. Young man left and you sparsely ever seen him and his wife come back. Because of one thing. And this was a cross-dressing Christian. This 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 one right here was one that 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 wanna that wanna talk to you about the word, but never walk the word out. So what about those folks, Mister Siron? Those ones that that, that 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 like to talk, the ones that 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 they can tell you every scripture. They know every scripture from beginning to the end. Know how to know look look know everything. Know 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 everything Christ said. Can tell you this. Can tell you that. Right off the top of the dome. Can tell you exactly what it is. Right. But got a nasty attitude. Well, to me, that's like most people's house. You go into a house that's spotless, they're trying to hide something. You go into a house that's a complete mess, they don't care. They're giving it all to you. But if you go into a house that's well-kept, living in, people exist, then you're getting somewhere. And followers of Christ are no different. You got people whose life are a complete mess, and how they exist shows it. You got those people who admit that they're sinners, such as ourselves, who know right. we're not perfect, but we don't always get it right, but we seek to be as right as we can, and we're not fallible, you know, that, that, that we have our issues, that we're not unfallible. Let me change that. That we have issues, and that we're broken too. Then people will trust, tend to trust us a little bit more. But then you got that Christian, that super Christian, who know every verse so holy, they don't do nothing but condemn people. By reading God's word And those are people Who judge not least ye be judged Is directed at Because you spend a lot of time Condemning people Without ever giving any answers To help them in their soul salvation You spend so much time Trying to tell people how they getting it wrong That nobody sees how you got it right Hmm Hmm Yeah 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 that's good, bro. That's good. And 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 I think, man, that we just we 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 gotta we gotta do better, man. We have to do better, and we have to be able to 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 begin to understand that 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 people are watching, and then the things that we do, the things that we do, and the things that we say, all of them have consequences and repercussions. Everything everything that we do, yeah, it comes with consequences and re, and repercussions, cause and effect. We talked about that. You and I talked about that on the phone mm-hmm. for like an hour about, about, about cause and effect. And we just got to realize, we have to realize that, that that what we do and what we say are important, you know, and we cannot, we cannot take it for granted. We cannot take it for granted that on that day when we stand in front of Christ, that Christ is going to ask us about what about that time that you was being a cross-dressing Christian. What about that time where you just couldn't hold your 100 because you felt that you had to say it, and it wasn't your it wasn't your responsibility to say it. What you said wasn't your responsibility because you know what I was already on tap to talk to him myself, but you went in and you messed everything up because you felt that you couldn't hold your 100. You had to say what you had to say. So you know what? I'm going to need you to move from the blue line over to the red line because I got somewhere for you to go. And mm-hmm. we have to stop taking we have to stop taking for granted the little small things. See, we look at the big things. We 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 look at the at, at the big things, you know, the, the big things are the ones that's that 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 God is going that God is going to look at the big things are the ones that that Christ is going to look at and we negate the small things. We got we we got we got to start looking at all things. Stop worrying about the 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 big things all the time. Worry about the big things, but we got to look at those small things because those small things could be those very things that Christ is going to say. You remember that time. And you're like, oh, I forgot all about that, Christ. Well, now I didn't forget about it. So 
my last question is is how do we make people understand that 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 we have to take in perspective everything not just one not not just the big things but we have to take in perspective everything because on that day we're going to be judged for all our actions what we did so how do we how how do we make people understand that we that 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 we that we got to take an account of everything that we do teaching three fundamental principles one there's the church and those who go to church those who acknowledge Christ those who accepted him those who know of him and those who know him People have to know the difference. And until you know the difference of that, the wrongs will get worse and the rights will have a hard time. And so I enjoy being the church who has accepted Jesus Christ because I know him. Right. 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 And we we have to understand now, especially during this time, the church has left the building, bro. The church has left the building. Now, listen to me. Now, I know that there are there are so many uh, places that are out there that are still having face-to-face services and stuff like that, which is great, which is great. That is okay. But we have to understand that, that the church is not brick and mortar. People think that the people have, have, have people so uh, fixed on the church being the brick and mortar. But if you look at yourself, you are the church every day. You are the church. You are the you are the light that's 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 that's, that's carrying uh, Christ forth. You are the light that's carrying God forth because we are the church, and we have to understand that we got to stop putting God in the box. We got to stop putting God in four walls and be able to step out of those four walls and do exactly what Christ did. Look, Christ was a savage. Christ was out there with the people. Christ hung out with the people. Christ was out there with 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 look with, with with killers, murderers, uh, thugs, and prostitutes. Christ was in a trap, if you want to say it like that. But he did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. So I think we got to stop putting God in the box and be able to understand that we are the church. We don't want to have that power, not that building, because you can have a big building with no power inside that building. You can have 24,000 members, like you said, but you have no power in that building. So I believe, I truly believe, and the, in, 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 in the Bible tells us this, that, 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 that we are the church. We are the ones that's carrying that beacon of light, and we have to continue to carry that beacon of light. So, bro, I appreciate you again. Before we get out of here, man... Give these people some final thoughts, man. You got the fool. Each of us have been blessed with one purpose. And that one purpose is to glorify our Heavenly Father through the life of Jesus Christ as taught and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Whether you're feeding people, greeting people, making a difference in people's lives out of the abundance that God has given you, You've got to make yourself visible. And church isn't the building you go to, but the atmosphere you create at home and with others for Jesus Christ. Y'all be blessed. And I look forward to the next time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, hey, that was my man, a minister, Siron Williams. He rolled with us for a little while. This is this is his second time on here. It was so good we had to bring him back on. And I appreciate him for uh, for for riding with us for a little bit uh, on tonight again. And look, this brother is powerful, powerful brother, um, powerful brother. Um, hadn't 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 talked to to, uh, to to many powerful brothers, but this is a powerful brother, and I really really appreciate him coming and riding with us on tonight uh, for real talk. So hey, ladies and gentlemen, again, we thank you for being with us. Everybody that joined in with us, everybody that shot out their comments that's on and looking at it later on, listen to it later on, we appreciate you. 
I just got a couple quick comments. Hey, join Lessons on the Block Community Outreach this Saturday, November 14th at 7 p.m. Central. We are having consequences and repercussions. Uh, our virtual uh, youth summit, ages 12 to 18. Hey, come on in and ride with us. Ages 12 to 18, young adults. Parents are welcome as well. And also, that is on Saturday, November 14th. Also, tomorrow, hey, we got our weekly service. And there is a word that's coming from God, God's word for God's people on tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Central, uh, Light of Hope Fellowship Ministries, our weekly service. So, hey, I appreciate you again. I thank you. Shout out to everybody. And you already know, this is your brother, your cousin, your one and only nephew, Pastor Byron Sago, Real Talk. One. I'm from the city that knows somebody who knows somebody who caught somebody. They be smoking that throat, they be sipping that blow on the low when they pop that molly. They be drinking that lean, they be repping they teen, they mean they the walking jollies. They HIV like Charlie Sheen, disease don't love nobody. They broke, they be selling that dope. Don't miss I be pushing that hope. Oh, baptizing. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 